0: Welcome to Q-Talks, a podcast series by Q-Tech, the Cambridge University Technology and Enterprise Club. Given the current lockdown situation, everybody has been reaching out more to people in their personal and professional networks, and so we thought we would do the same. We have been catching up with founders who we have previously had as guests on the podcast, to find out what they have been up to since our recording with them and find out how they are being affected by COVID-19. First up, we have been speaking to Alex Murray, co-founder of Flit Bike.
1: Hi all, this is Alex from Flit with a quick update on how we've been getting on during the current lockdown. It started quite badly for me personally. A close family member was hospitalized with the coronavirus early in March. So I had to come home and spend a couple of weeks looking after them, including over a week in intensive care. Uh, thankfully, they're fine now. And the, the wider FLIT team was really able to rally around and take up some of the slack while I was I was preoccupied during quite a busy time for us. Um, I feel like that's a good acid test for uh, a startup, how, how much everyone is able to to pick things up when, when things aren't going smoothly. Uh, I think we came through that pretty well. Uh, the team's also been really great at transitioning the business. We uh, had a whole season of physical sales events uh, lined up. So these are bike shows, trade shows, all sorts of things uh, across the UK and Western Europe. That's all been cancelled, understandably, and we've had to transition the whole business to focusing purely on digital sales and marketing. Um, a lot of that is trying to, to build up our pipelines that once restrictions are relaxed a bit, we have a lot of opportunities we can go and pursue immediately. We've also had to make some changes to our engineering setup. So we had to close down our office and set up a bike workshop uh, at our engineer's house. Uh, he has two young children um, aged under three. So that's been quite a challenge for him, but he's doing that very well. We were quite lucky in that our our bike manufacturing partner is based in Taiwan and Taiwan has had one of the best public health responses to the coronavirus crisis uh, worldwide. Very few cases in Taiwan. Things are running pretty smoothly, but further upstream in our supply chain, there have been a lot of delays, particularly from mainland Chinese suppliers, where we're seeing delays of 60 to 90 days on on components coming in. So there have been delays there, but we've we've managed to manage those uh, quite well, I think, um, and everything is now now aligned. But we're a couple couple months further down the road on delivery than where we want it to be. Um, but it's still manageable. The other side of, of all this is that there's quite a big opportunity for bikes and e-bikes at the minute. A lot of people are looking for ways to get outside to exercise, but also in the future, we're hearing more people saying that they want to commute by bike or walk walking to avoid public transport. Uh, so there's a big opportunity in the industry for that, once restrictions lift, so we're, we're sort of aware of that and, and trying to prepare for it as well. Um, and generally, this this lockdown is a, a pretty good opportunity to um, to think of new ideas. We have lots of time on our hands with uh, limited capital. Uh, the opportunities for investment uh, have largely dried up. Although today the government announced a, a, a new program for specifically for startups. Um, so we are. Revisiting our research and development plan, and we're, we're looking to make some new grant applications to, to try to um, to try get that ball rolling as well. Uh, so yeah, it's, a, it's it's been a real period of of, of retrenchment for us, uh, but also looking ahead to some of the bigger opportunities.
0: Next up, we've been speaking to Nisarg Meta, co-founder and CTO of Vector AI.
2: Since April last year, we um, raised money successfully. So we recently raised um, a pretty sizable seed round in December from a leading uh, London VC, uh, episode one. Uh, And other than that, on the back of that, we've expanded the team and we've made pretty good progress with with our core set of customers. So we we raised it in December last year, just before any any of this... um, virus stuff kicked off and before the economy became um, completely crazy. So fortunately, we do have a good amount of money to, to hopefully see us through these times. We did have to change our hiring plans a little bit um, and become a bit more conservative with, with how we approached it. Um, but we are fortunately not at the end of our funding cycle. Looking today, raise right now, we're just at the start of it. So somehow or the other, it's, it's worked out reasonably well. So far, we've, we've expanded the, the team building the, the actual product, the front-end and back-end parts of the application. For us, the workflow of managing documents is as important as automatically extracting data from them. So we've, we've expanded the functionality that we have to do that. And we've also um, hired uh, people on the machine learning side to to round the team out there, so we can we can keep pushing the boundaries with, with the stuff we do there. Um, customer reach out wise, we've largely focused on um, on maintaining relationships that we have currently with customers, um, responding to their needs in these slightly challenging times, um, and then pushing on a few of the of the contacts that we had and were maintaining um, warm relationships with. Um, to see what a what an expanding partnership with them would look like in the in the coming months right now it's all a little bit on ice uh, beyond the, f- the core set of customers that we've been working with um, so new reach outs we aren't really doing too many of them but we're talking to people to understand their needs so that when the the dust settles and the, uh, and the fog clears then we are in a better position to understand what they will need from us and then we'll be able to do a bigger, better reach out in, in earnest. Well we are about to release our product to the broader audience soon. Um, we've so far like I said just focused on the core set of customers and collect feedback from them. but all that feedback is, has been going into the platform and so we'll be able to do a much broader release soon. So I don't know exactly when yet um, but very, very shortly we'll have we'll have a product that can be accessed and used by anyone.
0: And finally, we spoke to Helen Guillaume, co-founder of Wild AI. So, since we did a podcast in April
3: 2019, uh, we have now um, so did a lot of research on the on female health and translated that into an app that is now used by beta testers. But we're opening up also the product to new testers, and the product is basically yeah research on female health and through an app, helping women train, fuel, recover based on the menstrual cycle. And the next stage is to uh, increase the amount of users and uh, improve the product. And also as we are having large uh, partners who want to partner with us to uh, add a layer of intelligence of what is a woman, we will look into creating an API to be able to collaborate with large partners and having all products like Apple Watch, Aura Wings, et cetera, um, the layer of what is woman in the products. So, what we've achieved is um, the product testing well, and uh, in terms of the team, uh, added to the team, people like Stacey Sims, who, Dr. Stacey Sims, who's a reference in female physiology, and that complemented our team, with, which already included uh, Mike, who was the co founder of Clue, a female tracking app. And um, and then we had some press coverage from DFT to Forbes. And, but yeah, most importantly is really the product getting ready to market and working with very strong partners as well, as we're building our human expert panel with uh, experts on the topic, from doctors to coaches and pro athletes. And also another point backed by Adidas. COVID-19 actually for us as a product has been Uh, actually quite positive because uh, pre-COVID, we were focusing on women who were doing sports, but as COVID arrived, uh, everyone thinks that a pill and doctor is not the answer. So people look at preventative solution, how to build a strong underlying immune system, and the adoption of digital health and remote coaching has exploded basically because there's no choice, it's basically the only option. So we are definitely in the right bucket. In terms of the product itself, we adapted the product from product helping women train for a specific event in sports to build a strong underlying immune system. To give you an example, when you train towards a performance objective, you actually put your body at risk of lower immune system because you are making it tired. And here the whole focus is on making it always strong as the underlying immune system. So never push too much, basically. Yes, yeah, so the future, so we are working, as we working, yeah, the, the, the immediate, immediate next steps now is um, still improving the product and adding new members. Uh, we have a waiting list and uh, adding people every day. And uh, the mid long-term play is to be able to help other product service devices who are actually serving men very well, like Apple watch uh, or rings, et cetera, and be able to help them at the layer of intelligence of what is women. And we would do that through an API. Uh, one thing we are looking at is developing a female panel. So working with, uh, and while they are futures, which is, so it's two ways of working with us. So we work with uh, uh, academics, professors, PhDs, Uh, researchers um, coaches doctors as on female health and the broader spectrum and apply to uh, sports and so we look to collaborate with more people so if anyone is interested in the topic there are a few ways to be able to collaborate with us and that's brings you exposure to, through our brands. And in exchange, we also have content and exposure to your research.
0: It's been great to speak to Alex, Nisarg, and Helen again. We hope you found it as interesting as us to catch up with the founders at a time like this. If you are a founder and have an interesting story to tell, please do get in touch with us.